Hey, hey, my bloomies. Now, I just want to start this episode with a sincere apology. I did not drop an episode last week. Um, I was going through a really, really heavy family emergency, and I just couldn't record. My morale was down. I just had so much going on. That's not an excuse. This is a weekly show, but sometimes you just got to unplug, disconnect, and be there for your family. Just be there for your loved ones. Life is so short and you just never know. Anything can happen in the blink of an eye and it can all be taken away from you. So I do apologize, my bloomies. And yes, I'm sticking with my bloomies because y'all never gave me no feedback. I ain't forget. Y'all ain't give me no feedback. Um, Thank you so much to the people who reached out to me and was like, hey, where's my episode? That really, 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 really made my day. I was like, oh my God, people are actually looking forward to my podcast. That made me feel so good. And I just, I thank you so much for reaching out. And I thank you so much for your continued support. Um, so I do apologize again. I know y'all will be super understanding. Thank you so much for your patience and understanding. Now, let's get right into it. This is season one, episode three of Bloom, the self-love podcast where I assist you on your journey to healing. And I'm going to start this episode with a question and I'm going to give you a moment to marinate on it for a second. Okay. Are you emotionally intellectual enough to be in a serious relationship? Again, are you emotionally intellectual enough to be in a serious relationship? I mean, really ask yourself this question and think about your answer. I want y'all to drop your answers. I don't know if y'all knew this or not, but this is a completely interactive podcast. So you can... Submit me questions and I can answer them for you on the next show um, and things of that nature. I think y'all can even voice record and I can include y'all's voice recordings on my episodes. So, yeah, this is an interactive show. Talk to me, baby. I talk back. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So I asked y'all a question and I asked you to really think about your answer. Because honestly, are you? I mean, really, baby, think about your track record, your reactions and anger, everything that embodies a serious relationship. Do you have what it takes to stick it out and make it through tough times, baby? Do you have that? Is it in you? And I'm not talking about no pick me energy. I'm talking about are you a real loyal We ain't even going to say ride or die, baby, because I done rode and died about 17 times for 17 people. We ain't doing that no more. (laughs) That's that's dead. We we done with that. We're we're so done with that. But a lot of us are still very childish. And it shows. I mean, from the Facebook statuses I see, tweets, and even some of the conversations that I've had with clients and people that I associate myself with, um, I've seen it all. And I can say this because I give each and every client a disclaimer before we talk. I say, uh, baby, I'm going to keep it all the way 100 with you. I don't hold any any cut cards. 
Before the session even begins, I'll let you know, this is like, I don't know if y'all follow me on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I'm on TikTok. I'm a heavy TikToker. I say, um, this is notes from your hood therapist. I do not play. I talk to you like you're my friend when we're in these sessions. Like, I'm your homegirl. So, I mean, yes, this is a therapy session, but we're talking like we're we're friends because I want to speak to you in your language. You know what I mean? I'm not going to just come into a session with these huge ass words and you're like, what are you even talking about? No, down to earth therapy is my thing. So if y'all need a therapist, reach out to me. I'm available. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. So, um, if you haven't guessed it, this episode is about emotional intelligence with a slight concentration concentration Jesus on trauma bonding okay so um seriously everyone just seems to be stuck in their ways and when you're stuck in your ways you're stuck in your own way growth and maturity they're a part of life resting on that's just how I am oh my god y'all I am so tired of hearing that that's just how I am. What you mean? That's just how I am. When a person tells me that's just how I am, that lets me know that you ain't done no work and you ain't trying to heal. That, that's all that lets me know. I'm so sick of, if I had a dollar for every time I heard, that's just how I am. That's just me. And if you don't like it, you, you don't got to deal with it. What? So you comfortable with being that type of person. You comfortable with your character being flawed. You comfortable with that. And, and that's okay with you. No. Growth and maturity are a part of life. Again, growth and maturity are a part of life. That That's just how I am. That no longer works. That no longer works. Especially if you're dealing with me or any one of my bloom babies. Because my bloom babies... Now look at me calling y'all bloom babies. My bloomies, <laughs> they know that we ain't resting on. That's just how I am. That's just me. We ain't resting on that. We're so done with that. This podcast is also about growth. Once you listen to an episode, I want you to take growth away from me. I want you to grow from whatever we were talking about. If that resonated with you, if you were a person who was heavy on self-sabotaging, after you listen to that episode, I want you to no longer self-sabotage. That's just how I want this podcast to work because I love y'all and I want y'all to be better people in general not just in relationships in general if I had a dollar for everybody that told me I was a good person I'd be a millionaire Mm -hmm. and I love that for me so many people tell me Mel you're a good person thank you I appreciate that I know I am I worked hard at it (laughs) Okay, I'm getting off topic. So, um, let's get back into it. This episode is about emotional intelligence with a slight concentration on trauma bonding because this is a big one. Now, by definition, emotional intelligence is the ability to understand what you feel, why you feel that way, and how to manage what you feel, not only for yourself, but for others as well. Now, real raw and on coach Mel's terms are you mature enough to understand what the hell is going on 
why is going on and how the hell we ended up here okay how did we get here comprehension is one of the major seven c's of a successful relationship that is what my next episode is going to be about that was a little slight little you know i had to give y'all a little hint but we ain't gonna go into a tangent on that it's just do you understand how the hell we ended up here do you comprehend not only for me but for your partner as well that's what emotional intelligence is and it's a big big thing now don't get me wrong i'm not gonna sit up here and act like i know everything because i don't but i'm getting there with this love stuff with this relationship stuff with this life coach stuff I'm getting there. That's my goal. So I'm not ashamed to say that I just acquired emotional intelligence about three years ago when I took my very first psychology course. I never even knew it was a thing. I didn't even know. I mean, come on now. Who just knows what that means? You hear emotional intelligence and you like, okay, I'm trying to make a connection. Emotions, intelligence, smart about emotions. I don't get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, don't get me wrong. If you don't know what that means, that's okay. But don't get me wrong. Just because I said that it's your ability to understand what, why, and how the hell is <laughs> something is going on, it no mean by no means means to accept disrespect, toxicity, or violence. It means I understand why you are this way. I understand how you ended up this way. But it don't mean that I have to deal with you and your ways. Okay, I don't have to deal with it, but I do get it, baby. I get you. I got you. I understand, but I don't got to deal with it. That's where the growth comes in. That's where the letting it go comes in. That's where the moving forward comes in. Okay, so, whew, baby, this is a heavy one. I mean, this is this is really deep. And I hope that while I'm giving all of these explanations, you're thinking back to my question that I asked. Are you emotionally intelligent enough to be in a serious relationship? Because now that you know what it means, are you there? Honestly. So this uh, leads me right on up into my next point. A lot of us are trauma bonding, which is an unhealthy. Oh, child. Mm. It's an unhealthy can I say it louder for the people in the back? It's an unhealthy connection between an abused person and their abuser. You're literally agreeing with their reasoning for treating you badly. And you want to know why? It's because you're a pick me. I said it. And you want to know why I can say it? Because I was a pick me for so long. And baby, I ain't even know it. I ain't even know it. I started seeing people talking about pick me's all on Facebook. I'm like, what the hell is that? What is a pick me? Me. It was me. But baby, can I tell you something else? I'm definitely not a pick me no more. You have to acquire a certain level of, I don't give a fuck. And I, I know that sounds harsh, but that comes, I think, with age, with experience, and just with time and growth. It ain't hit me till I turned 30. I'm telling you, I always gave a fuck so much 
that I literally stayed in situations that I should have been exited stage left, like expeditiously, expeditiously. I should have ran, okay? Like ran up out of there. But because I was so stuck on, <sighs> I'm understanding. Girl, bye. You're killing yourself slowly at this point because you want to be super understanding. Girl, please let their mama understand them or their granny or their therapist. You don't have to understand everything and everybody, especially if it's doing harm to yourself. You you don't have to do that. It's, it's totally fine to let people go. Okay, so I want to focus a little bit on the trauma bonding. There are seven stages to building a trauma bond. Did y'all know that? Literally, it's stages to this shit. Like somebody can literally be plotting on you and you don't got no idea. Whole time you think, oh, I met somebody. They fine as hell. Ooh, they got a job. Sometimes, girl, <laughs> they don't even have a job because Trust me, baby. I've been there. Done that. Yeah. I, me. Me. Mel. Yes. I have no job, no car, a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. And I'm still like, oh, I understand you. Girl, fuck that. Fuck that. You're settling. You're settling. And we ain't doing that no more. Okay. Back to it. Because I love to go off on a tangent, baby. I love a good side chat. Uh, can y'all tell I'm getting comfortable with y'all? I hope you can. <laughs> Back to it. Seven stages to building a trauma bond. The first stage being the classic love bomb. Did you know that? I bet y'all ain't even know that. Love bombing. Oh, God, this is the cutest stage, baby. Oh, my God. You'll be in love in two weeks. And don't let you be in a good lesbian relationship because you'll be in love in two days. Yeah, lesbians love a good U-Haul. They, they love a good U-Haul. And for my straight people who don't know what a U-Haul is, it means, I ain't talking about the truck. I'm talking about when you a lesbian, yeah, you meet somebody, fall in love, move in with each other, and be married all within sometimes a month, two months, longest, maybe six. I'm surprised that I ain't get married till two years later. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm shocked. I mean, but you want to know why? Because of growth and maturity and because my I don't give a fuck kicked in and I learned my worth. But this ain't about me. This is not about me. You'll probably never hear me discuss my marriage on this here Bloom podcast, baby. That's one thing y'all won't hear me talk about. Okay. Marriage is sacred and you protect it at all costs. So you'll probably never hear me talk about that here. And um, shout out to my marriage. I just celebrated my two-year wedding anniversary on July 27. Jesus, she'll kill me. On July 29th. <laughs> don't tell her I messed up on that. I don't know where that 27 came in. But yes, shout out to my wife. We just celebrated our two-year wedding anniversary on July 29th. Go us. Anyway. Back to the topic. Seven stages of trauma building, trauma bond building. And um, the first one being love bombing. That is the cute stage. That is the sweet good morning text. Good morning. 
beautiful. Don't forget the beautiful. Good morning, beautiful. I hope you have a great day today at work. Um, hit me up whenever you free type shit. Okay, I'm talking about they, they hitting that shit every single day. They hitting them good morning texts every single day. You calling them on your lunch break. You calling them as soon as you get off work, baby. You ain't even made it in the car yet. Love bombing. They showering you with gifts, affection, attention. You like, damn, we really locked in, huh? Yeah, they love bombing the hell out your ass, and you don't even know it. Looking dumb. You're goofy right now, and you don't even know it. Anyway, leads me right on up to stage two. Getting you hooked and gaining your trust. After they did their work on that good old love bomb, now hook, line, sinker, baby. I got you hooked and I got your trust. This is where my real, see, I was a pick me, but I want to pick me on This is where, now they're dropping you off at work in your car. Mm-hmm. They dropping you off at work in your car. And they, yeah, that, that, yeah, we there. Yeah, I done did. I done been there and done that 20,000 times, baby. <laughs> So when they be putting them, um, when they be, when, when the girls be real funny on Facebook and they be putting up the memes about girls who be getting dropped off at work in their car, I don't ever laugh. You want to know why? Cause that was me. So bitch, I'm not laughing. Cause that's not funny. Anywho, I don't do shit like that no more. Moving right along. Stage three. This is the shift. Okay. It shifts to criticism and devaluation. Okay, if you don't know what that means, I'm going to break it down in Coach Mel's terms. Because fuck a layman's terms. Y'all don't even know who layman is. This is Coach Mel's terms. They shift to criticism and devaluation. You know how when they be like, it be truth in them jokes. Yeah, that's when they start to talk a little shit. But it's disguised so good. What's the Toxic King's uh, phrase that he was known for? Dress it up and make it real for you. Yeah, future. Dressing that, dressing that criticism up and make it real, make it look good for you. Whole time they really talking shit. But you getting a little thick in them jeans, aka bitch, you getting fat. Okay? I'm just I'm just being honest. That's yeah, it's real. I'm telling you. Stage four, gaslighting. I'm pretty sure y'all know what that is. Everybody know what that is. Because in this in this new world that we live in, baby, everybody is a life coach. Everybody's a therapist, and everybody knows all these terms. But y'all ain't really did the work, anywho. I can do a whole nother podcast on that shit. Um, gaslighting. They begin to gaslight you. Point blank, simple. They begin to gaslight you. Stage five: resignation and submission. This is the give and take stage. This is ugh, I hate this stage. This is where they, you're in an argument and they keep threatening to leave you. Whole time, this nigga's a bum, so they ain't going nowhere. They keep threatening to leave you, getting you to submit. Like, but wait, no, no, wait. Don't, don't leave. No, we can work this out. Wait, let's talk about it. Please, hold on. Stop. Don't go. Girl, you don't even got to do that. This nigga's a bum. He's not going nowhere. Period. And, you know what? Next time they do that to you, call them on their bluff and be like, all right. If they threaten to leave you, be like, all right. I bet you nine times out of ten, 
when you say I, when they threaten to leave, they're going to be shocked as hell. Like, oh, shit, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. This shit ain't working. You know, she, this bitch, she, she done found her growth. Mm-hmm. She sure did. You want to know why? Because she listened to Coach Mel. That's why. <laughs> Stage six, we are moving right along. Loss of sense of self. Oh, I was that girl. You lose yourself. You literally don't even recognize who you are anymore. I mentioned that on my last episode. You're not you anymore. You're, you're just not you. You're a shell of the woman you once were before you got in that relationship. I mean, how did you even land them? You was popping, right? Skin was popping. Hair was popping. Body was popping. And now they done gaslit you and criticized you so much that you just don't even look like yourself no more. And now they're starting to use it against you that you don't look like yourself no more. Oh my God, y'all. Y'all know I love a good visual. You know I love a good visual. I'm going to get into it after I give you this last stage. Emotional addiction. After you done lost yourself, you become addicted to that person and the emotions that come right along with it. Yes. So once again, there are seven stages to building a trauma bond. Love bombing. Boom. Getting you hooked and gaining your trust. Boom. Your trust. Boom. Shifting to criticism and devaluation. Boom. Gaslighting. Boom. Resignation and submission. Boom. Then you lose yourself. Boom. And then you're emotionally addicted. Okay. Now y'all know, like I just said, I love a good visual. I love love to paint a picture for you. So this is how I knew that I was not in love, but I was in a deep, deep trauma bond. I was, I want to say about 25, 26 years old. Top of my game, baby. I was in college. I had a wonderful job. I was working at Cisco Systems over there in Morrisville. I'm talking about popping, baby. I was making about $30 an hour. Um, yeah, had a banging-ass job. I was in college. Um, I had my own crib. I always have my own crib. That's just me. I had my own car. I always have my own car. That's just me. I mean, that's, that's just who I am as a person. No shades of people who don't have those things. Y'all know I don't bash nobody on here. So um, <laughs> one day I was getting dropped off at work in my own car. Matter of fact, my car was down. I had purchased her a car. We're speaking on my ex. You will hear me reference my last relationship a lot on this podcast. And it's not because I'm bashing her. We do not do that here on Bloom. I will never bash another woman. That's not me. And um, it's because that was that that was my longest relationship to date. And again, experience is the greatest teacher. And as baby, as you hear the sound of my voice, that's why I'm sitting here today as a certified life coach, certified relationship coach, and a I'm a marriage counselor in the making. That's why that's why I'm here today. So you will hear me reference that relationship a lot because I learned so much. It was seven years of my life. So yeah, that's why I'm here again talking about this stupid ass relationship. <laughs> again, no shade to her. I don't disrespect anyone that I've ever been with because I was with them. So why would I disrespect them? That that's, that just makes me look goofy, um, especially with me being with her for so long. So I would never disrespect her. I don't, 
I wish her well. I haven't talked to her in four years and I'm going to keep it that way. That's just my personal preference. So if anyone on this podcast is cool with her, please do not try to run back and say, oh, Mel's talking shit about you or bashing you on her new podcast because that's that's just not the case. Shout out to her. Hope she's living her best life. Anyway, um, so I was getting dropped off at work. My car was down. I think it was in the shop or something. I don't know where my car was, but I had purchased her a car. Cause yeah, I'm like that. <laughs> when I love you, I'm like that. Yeah. So I had got her a car and she was dropping me off at work. She wasn't working because that anyway, she wasn't working. Um, and when I was getting out the car, she was never a person who said things to me to my face. It was always a text message after the fact. So you wait until I get out the car, get upstairs and get clocked into work to send me a text like, you need to get your hair done. I don't like the way you've been looking lately. (laughs) I need to get my hair done. First, hold on. See, this is what I should have said back in the day, but I, I was in a deep, deep trauma bond. It was it was disguised as love disguised as love. I didn't know. You know what I mean? I'm young. I'm dumb. <laughs> so it was like um it was instant tears. Instant tears. All I could do was cry. I literally ran, I literally ran in the bathroom. Um, cried my little eyes out, cried my little heart out. Went to my friend, my work bestie, Brittany. Oh God, missed her so much. Love her so much. Shout out to Brittany, my honeybee. Uh, she was a bridesmaid in my wedding. Uh, went to her, just cried to her so bad. And Brittany was, oh God, she's such a good girl. She's such a good person. She hyped me up right in that moment. Like right in that moment, right then and there. Get you some friends who lift you up when you're down. Please get you some friends who lift you up when you're down. Uh, she lifted my head up. She told me that I was the bombest Panamanian princess that she ever seen. And my coochie was a snapper, baby. And I can get anybody I want. And I don't got to be settling for nothing like that. I would never forget that. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to you, B. Congratulations on your pregnancy, mama. I know we haven't talked in a long time, but I still love you. It's all love. Um. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So, got the text. You need to get your hair done. I don't like the way you looking lately. Huh? What do you mean? You don't work. I pay all the bills by myself. I can't afford to get my hair done. I can't afford it. Mind y'all, if you know me and you see me in person, I have long hair. I, I have long hair. Period. My hair was in a bun on the top of my head. It wasn't a messy bun. It was a neat bun. I was going to work, so my edges were slicked down. Um, I had on a black dress. I thought I looked cute that day, but she didn't. I did. I had picked up a little weight. And after after the relationship ended, I learned that my weight gain was intentional uh, because she didn't want nobody else looking at me. But any, that's a whole nother story for a different day. So I had picked up a little weight. So I was very, very, my self-esteem was down. It was low. Um, I'm like, how can you say something like that to me? And you supposed to love me. 
So me being me, I used my last little couple dollars and make sure I went and got a blowout because that was the favorite hairstyle. That's always the favorite hairstyle. Oh, I love when you get a blowout, but you can't afford to get me one. Ugh. So um, I went and got my little blowout. And then after I got the blowout, you was right back on me. Oh, you look so good. Damn, you fine. I thought that you ain't like the way I've been looking lately. That's what I'm thinking in the back of my head. But I never said it because, again, I was young. I, I thought I was in love. Um, but that was that was a real deep trauma bond that I was in. Oh, the love bombing was so real with that one. I literally fell in love with that girl in like a month. Literally moved her in my house. Literally was doing everything for her. And, her, and I'm not even going to get into all that. Yeah, it was quick, fast, and in a hurry. Got me hooked, gained my trust, shifted to that criticism, started gaslighting me, started threatening to leave me, lost my sense of self, and then I was addicted. I was emotionally addicted, baby. I had I had detached myself in year four, okay? Now, I told y'all that relationship was seven years long. Yeah, and I was detached in year four, and I still stayed out of comfort. Please don't be like me. Please don't be like me. I want to say this to you. You can't recover until you know what you're recovering from. Again, you can't recover until you know what you're recovering from. Now, what that means is how you going to recover from trauma bonding if you don't even know that you trauma bonding brings it full circle that's where that emotional intelligence kicks in I need you to take a moment to learn yourself truly learn your emotions what do your emotions look like how do you react to sadness how do you react to anger how do you react in happiness how do you react when you're broke how do you react when you have money you need to know all of these things about yourself because you need to be able to comprehend yourself and the things that you see in other people that's that's all you need to be emotionally intelligent you need to understand emotions and how they regulate how you regulate things how your mind works you need to be able to recognize those red flags at the door and once you recognize those red flags at the door life will be so much easier for you. This is not just pertaining to romantic relationships. You need to be able to recognize red flags and friendships as well because people will take you and use you up. And baby, if they don't use you up, there's nothing left. So, I don't really have any affirmations for you this week. I just want to say again, you can't recover until you know what you're recovering from. So please take this time to get to know yourself more, to love on yourself a little more and heal a little more, baby. Love on yourself, love on people close to you who love you back the way you love them. Okay, now this was a dope ass episode. My God, I love it. I hope y'all have an amazing, amazing weekend. It's Friday. I'm off work. I don't got to go to work tomorrow. I love y'all. Thank y'all for checking on me. Make sure y'all interact with me. Talk to me, baby. I talk back. And 
If you need a one-on-one session with Coach Mel, please send me an email. Reach out to me. It is bloom.coachmail at gmail.com. Send me an email and we can set up a session for you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bloom, the self-love podcast where I assist you on your journey to healing. Y'all have a great one.